Hey, welcome to Playing for Keeps, the show where we take a deep dive into emotional intelligence, sex, love, adult attachment theory, mental health, therapy, and everything in between that creates great relationships. Your host, DJ, is a certified life coach and emotional intelligence practitioner. She's here to be of service to all the listeners interested in love and relationship. Now, here's your host, DJ. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, DJ, with Plan for Keeps podcast. And today I am here with our guest of the month, Memory, your friend abroad. She is a healthcare professional, a stoic relationship strategist, self healer's co parent, and author. She studied healthcare strategy and leadership in the UK, which included emotional intelligence and philosophy. When coaching, she applies the root cause to relationship problems. She believes self-love and virtue are important for a quality life. She also provides support and accountability partnership to self-healers healing their inner child, emotions, breakups, relationship, and childhood trauma. She has a deep interest in childhood trauma and its impact on life and relationships. She also believes we heal in community. Um, today, Memory will be here to speak specifically on the securely attached how are you today ma'am i am good thank you how are you Dominic? i am well i just want to thank you this is the last week of march you've been hanging out with us the whole month of march i just want to let you know i appreciate your time, your energy, and your knowledge um, on attachment theory, and just all of the gems that you have dropped um, with me, in, even in between episodes. So I, I wanted to thank you. You are welcome. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> so today we're, we're just diving into um, the secure attached. Like, what does that mean? Um, is there a difference in parenting styles on why people grow up to be securely attached? Like what is securely attached compared to the um, insecure attachment styles? I'm excited to hear about this. Okay, so um, they say that um, the secure attachment style is the most common attachment style, although I'm not sure that's very true. But then again, we have to go with the research, isn't it? Um, yeah maybe of the people that they researched and how they researched that, I'm not sure. So people who have developed a secure attachment style are self-contented. They are warm, they are sociable, and they are also easy to connect with. They have an awareness of their emotions and they are able to express their feelings. Um, these people tend to be able to um, develop deep and meaningful long-lasting relationships so they were raised by parents who are securely attached um, and sometimes they have actually ended their secure attachment through their self-healing or they could have adapted over the years because it's not everyone who's securely attached who was raised by a secure parent. Right. So as infants, we are dependent on our parents or primary caregivers because we need them to survive. So we have no option but to attach to them. We tend to attach to one person, especially the mother in most cases, 
old mother figure and trust that they would take good care of us. It's called monotropy, which is why I think many people are monogamous. So um, in most cases, parents would do their best to satisfy all the needs of the infants and provide warmth and a nurturing environment and safety. If the parents are attuned and responsive to the needs of the young ones, the child will be able to build a secure and stable relationship with the parent. And consequently, that means they can build a secure attachment style. And if they are not, if the parent is not attuned and the child perceives that their, child, their childhood needs are not met, the child is likely to develop insecure attachment style that we discussed, the anxious, the avoidant, and the disorganized. So um, we said about the insecure attachment that is caused by misattunement by the parent or abuse or trauma to the child. Uh, the parent might have a negative impact on the child and therefore the child's or individual's mental health, social behavior, and an ability to build long-lasting, stable relationships in adulthood. There's no perfect parent. Pa caregivers can make mistakes. And also, Gabamate um, tends to say that it depends on how the child feels parented Right. versus how the parent feels they are parenting. It's quite an interesting and intriguing, um, you know, point that he makes. So, which person develops a secure attachment? So, this baby who's born expects their caregivers to satisfy their needs, and they cry to notify the caregivers that something is wrong and trust that the caregiver will take care of them. And parents who manage to raise their children um, do, with a secure attachment style do not break that trust to be there for their child. They build a safe haven for their child. They are devoted to raising a child with a secure attachment, how the child feels safe and protected by the adult when they are still an infant, a toddler, or as they are growing up. What does that mean? Closeness to the mother or the mother figure as the source of food, warmth, and physical protection and emotional protection. All these things are quite important protecting the child physically, emotionally, socially, and spiritually. And if the mother is fiercely protective, but not overwhelming, ignoring, or intrusive, and gives the child space and freedom to explore the world, and stays close enough so that the child knows where to go to feel safe, then yes, the child will develop will likely develop a secure attachment. In comparison, if an infant strays and becomes frightened 
and they run and cannot find their caregiver or attachment figure, then they develop an insecure attachment. The second thing, um, condition that is necessary for a secure attachment apart from feeling safe is to be feel, to feel seen and acknowledged. So when a child is crying or it sends a message that they are distressed and a parent responds promptly with predictability and acute responsiveness, the child will feel that they are being seen. If they are hungry and they are given food, they feel acknowledged. If they want to sleep and they are rocked, they feel soothed and they feel known. The third aspect that needs to be fulfilled is comfort and reassurance. When a child is distressed and the mother or the caregiver soothes and reassures the child back to a calm emotional state, and they help the child to manage frustrations and distress, the child would develop internal model of being soothed and comforted. And over time, the child develops the ability to manage his or own distress. The fourth uh, condition that needs to be met for secure attachment is to feel valued. Um, when the child, uh, for the child to develop healthy self-esteem, they need the parent to focus on allowing them to be rather than do. Instead of doing things to feel worthy or to be noticed by a parent, the child can just be loved as they are, whether they are misbehaving, whether they are sitting there and doing nothing, whether they are messing up. They need to be valued as they are. But sometimes we tend to want to get mad when a child makes mistakes and then reward them when they, when they behave, which is fine. I mean, we, we can reward them when they are doing well, but even when they are not doing well, we still need to value them. That's how children develop worthiness. And if they are being celebrated because they are doing well at school and because they are behaving better than this other child, then they are not going to feel worthy. And the fifth condition is to be supported to explore. Children need to be encouraged to explore rather than to be, um, to be what, what's the word? Um, you know, when they are, they, they are stifled, um, the, the parent takes too much care of them. They want them there and they don't want them to explore the world. They are very protective, that's the word. Yeah. Overly protective parents and they don't allow the child to take um you know, positive risk-taking. There's a word called positive risk-taking, um, which can help the child to build autonomy and independence. Uh, and this sense of security allows the child to explore, discover, succeed, and fail. And through this self-exploration, the child develops a good, autonomous, strong, and unique sense of self. So parents need to be predictable they need to accept the child, they need to be consistent, they need to respect the child 
you know, we need to have conversations with our children as if they are adults. They are just people who are smaller than us. That is all. But we can have proper conversations with them. They need to be independent. They need to uh, have fun. They need to explore new challenges. They need to have, have order. They need peacefulness. All these things are important for a child to develop a secure attachment. And so when a person is grown up, how do we know that they are secure? Number one, they are able to regulate their emotions and feelings in a relationship rather than demand, become a titled control or blame. They can regulate themselves and then make healthy requests to a partner. They are goal-oriented and um, they behave um, you know, on their own. They know what they want and they have this um, empowerment where they are able to go for whatever it is that they want without needing too much um, support from others or without depending on anyone. They can be resourceful to seek others to support them if there is need, but not to be dependent. Number three, they bond with others and they open up and trust others. Uh, number four, they know um, what they are about, who they are, and what purpose they want to fulfill. Number five, they have a strong capacity to reflect on how they are showing up in relationships. Rather than blame the other person, they can look at a situation as feedback and look into what they can do to improve. And they know their own side of the problem and they can work on that. They are comfortable being alone and they use that time to explore and their interests and do things on their own. And number, what number are we at? Seven, is it? Eight. Um, they actively seek emotional support from partners and also give emotional support to their partner. They know that it's a two-way, um, you know, street. They, they, they have to give and they also take. They are comfortable with closeness and mutual dependency. And the final one is that um, they feel that they have an impact on the world around them. They don't feel like they are useless or helpless. They feel like they've got a contribution to make to the lives of others and also to the universe. And they can communicate their needs effectively. Those are some of the uh, signs of secure attachment. And uh, so they've got a sense of identity and they've got positive view of themselves. You know, they don't look down on themselves uh, or self-deprecate, uh, but also they are not uh, arrogant. There's a balance there. Right. And they also have a positive view of others. They don't look down on others or also elevate others too much. They know that we are all the same. And they also have a positive view of their childhood. Um, you know, they are able to reflect on and make sense of their past experiences. Even if their childhood was not perfect, they appreciate the good and understand and move on from the bad. So how can you develop a secure attachment if you are... Um, 
insecure. I think we spoke about this. You need emotional intelligence. You need to know yourself. You need to regulate yourself. You need to be motivated. You need to know your root cause, your why, the reason why you do what you do. You need empathy and you need social skills. You also need self-love and you need virtue. Uh, you know, you need to be the person that you want to date and the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Um, and also, uh, the other important aspect is being able to love yourself and reflect on who you are and, you know, um, have so, self-dignity as well as self-trust. And this can help you to trust others and also self-compassion that is all helpful to develop a secure attachment. Thank you for all of that. So two things came to mind while listening to you talk. Um, the first, like in the beginning where you were talking about um, what the researchers say that, you know, 50% is um, securely attached. Would you think that they say that because in all honesty with attachment theory, it's like a, is it like a spec? I want to, is it a spectrum? Am I using the right word where, you know, certain situations may trigger certain things and you might be a secure person, but you might act avoidant in a certain situation, or maybe you might act anxious in a situation, but majority, you're I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Okay. I know that what is said, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm not an expert on this. I don't agree with that. I believe that if someone is secure and they know who they are and they are, anchored in self-knowing it doesn't matter what happens you know what you want you know who you are nothing can shake you from that it is because it's about being able to create boundaries and being able to descend that is what emotional intelligence is about when people learn emotional intelligence they are able to 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 descend to know know who they are when people create virtue or become virtuous they are able to anchor themselves in who they are and nothing can change them. Nothing external can impact and affect them. Although, of course, there might be moments of, um, you know, life happens. We all go through triggers, but you are at least able to regulate yourself. But I feel that if someone is still saying this situation, uh, I'm insecure in this situation or insecure in that, I don't think they've healed enough. Got you. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they're good enough, although that's what experts say. Because when you know that you are not affected by externals and you are secure, you can't say I'm secure there and not secure there. You know, that, to me, that doesn't sound secure enough. Got you. Got you. Understood. I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that um, based yeah. off of what you said before. And then just thinking about just you know, when you're going into the, um, you know, childhood and how you were raised. And one thing I try to tell my son now, um, instead of the, I'm so proud of you, I will say to him, you ought to be so proud of yourself to try to um, just instill that in him that don't look outside of yourself for validation. Okay. From what I've learned one. from, yeah, from what I've learned from attachment theory and just my own childhood and how I still sometimes am trying to get out of looking for outside validation myself. I know I'm trying to raise my son not to, to be that way. And I know I double think and triple think now because 
how I was raised, it's totally different from how I'm trying to raise my son. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So I just, I just felt to put that out there because I saw that quote a while ago and, and, and now I implement it with him because that's something I definitely want to, to teach him. Like you don't have to look for outside validation um, to feel validated. You should, you know, be okay with yourself, even if no one cares of, you know, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So just, just thank you for that breakdown um, of the secure attached from childhood all the way to, um, just adulthood and the different traits um, that you would see. Again, where where can the audience find you? Well, um, we are on Friends Abroad Relationship School on uh, Facebook and also Men on Board, um, Journey to Authenticity on Facebook. And we can find us on Friends Abroad on Anchor, uh, Spotify, um, Twitter, and, and YouTube. But as I say, Facebook is the best. We have everything. We've got a powerful resource on there. It's like a library. Someone joined the other day and she said, oh my God, I didn't know. Yeah, I think we, we haven't joined. You haven't joined our group yet. You, you, you I just need to jump on it. I'm going to get on there and see because I know you have a lot of different resources. So I will be doing that today after we get off. I promise you. <laughs> It's 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 like it's like amazing. And one of the men in our main group yesterday, the main group only was 182 people. And he said this is one of the most underrated group on Facebook. Wow. That could help people. Yes. Because we don't do any there's no many posts about people doing complaining or talking about their problems and all that. It's just a resource. We, we welcome people who want to share, but people tend not to. They share in the posts. That, that's, that, that, yeah. that, that's where they post in comments, you know, like their experiences and all that. Because I think when they arrive, they're just like, wow, what, what, what's all this about? <laughs> because it's like a library, you know, <laughs> a healing library. I think it's, um, yeah, it, 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 the whole point of the group is to just make sure that people get resources and, and they can find some way to heal rather than be reliant on things or, 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 you know, or any expensive other outlet that they might not be able to, um, to afford. Got you. Okay. I, I just sent a request. I just sent a request. Oh, that, so that's lovely. whenever you so whenever you whenever you see it, um, please accept my request because I've been meaning well, to do that and haven't been able to. So, yes, I, I would love to join and see the resources that you have besides the the books that you mentioned before. Um, okay, awesome. So I want to thank you again for your time, your energy, your information this month, and I want to thank all of the listeners for tuning in. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. If you like this podcast, please download and subscribe. If there's anything you would like to talk about in regards to relationships or would like to be a guest on the show to speak on relationships or get advice, you can always connect via social media at Playing for Keeps or email DJ at info at P, the number four, K, dating.com. Thank you for tuning in and bye for now. Stay tuned. The dating app Playing for Keeps will be launching this June.